Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to Stew on This. Thank you so much. I am honored that you took some of your precious time to spend with me. Today's episode is called Blind Faith in Love. I have a bit of an issue with songs running through my head. (laughs) They can hang out in the background of my mind for days on end, sometimes weeks. In the past, I was able to replace it with the catchy tune. (laughs) But nowadays, I just take both tunes and weave them into a medley or actually sometimes even create one song out of them. It's very interesting. (laughs) But anyway, since two weeks ago's episode on play, when I mentioned that we can all meet in the field of joy, the song Sea of Joy by the wonderful rock band Blind Faith has been number one on my internal hit parade. (laughs) At least it's one of my favorite songs. Anyway, the song, and the group especially, Blind Faith, has got me thinking about that expression. Blind Faith. Blind Faith has religious connotations that are negative for some people. But more generally, Blind Faith is an inner knowing that's independent of logic, science, or any external validation. For me, it's the ability to see more clearly what my eyes can't necessarily see, but what my heart already knows, so that I can bring those things into my awareness and into my life. The co-founder of Unity, the, the movement that I was involved in for years, wrote that faith is the mental ability we use to bring ideas into concrete expression to bring ideas into concrete expression. So here's the deal about that. You and I have the ability to bring ideas into concrete expression that are based on separation, fear, lack. Or we can bring ideas into concrete expression that are based on love, sanity, and wholeness. We can have blind faith in media, money, government, Uh, or vaccines, and all the other transitory and artificial things of the world, or we can place it in love, truth, abundance, wholeness, peace, and natural law. Well, if we could develop more blind faith in love, for instance, perhaps we'd be a little more blind to the fear and to the fear-mongering. Perhaps we'd be more blind to the things that don't seem like love or to the things that make it hard for us to experience love, like our own crazy perceptions and misperceptions. Folks, all the love in the universe is present in every point of space, in every single moment. But if we want to experience that love, especially when it seems absent, It's not enough to simply believe in love. We have to have a conviction that it's there and that it's accessible so we can actually feel it and perceive it and notice it and call it forth. That's what I call blind faith in love. And is that even possible? Well, love is one of those things that my heart knows and that my eyes have difficulty seeing. Love is tough to isolate in a test tube, but you and I have all experienced it. Love can't be weighed or measured, but it is 
still our deepest value and our deepest need. And we all have conviction concerning other things that our eyes can't see. And you and I can't see gravity, but very few of us would start tap dancing and doing spinning dances at the edge of a cliff. You and I don't take a jump shot in basketball or play jump rope and worry about drifting off into space. You and I can't see electricity, and yet we wouldn't probably allow our children to stick their fingers into the wall outlets or to chew on the power cords. And at the same time, you and I don't flip the light switch and then start praying that the light will come on. Unless, of course, we haven't paid the utility bill. You and I can develop that same level of conviction about love. And we can develop that level of conviction and blind faith in love simply by giving more focus to love than we already do. Simply by accessing our heart, (laughs) accessing our heart just a bit more each day than we already do. My wife, Hillary, has become a certified heart math resilience mentor. I believe that's the correct title. It's a recent thing. And I've become one of her clients. (laughs) And it's a beautiful thing because in so doing, a lot more finding of my heart, a lot more breathing into my heart, a lot more abiding in my heart, I've noticed after just a few weeks two major things. First of all, every single time I do any of those things, I feel better. I feel more grounded. I feel more at ease. I feel clearer. And second, generally speaking, I haven't felt this calm, connected, clear, joyful, or loving in two years. This weekend, I led a workshop folks gathered in the UK and I joined them on Zoom and I got to witness the same thing happen for many of the attendees. I think they all have just a bit more blind faith and love than they did before the weekend, mainly by being willing to access and open their hearts. Yes, the more we focus and align with those invisible aspects of our best selves, like love, those aspects that we most deeply desire to experience and express in life, then the more we'll experience and express them. It's as simple as that. And again, on the other hand, the more we focus and align with some other invisible things, such as fear or lack or limitation or separation or conflict, then the more of those things we'll experience and express. Well, the world seems to be a bit stuck in the fear. So one of the best things I can do about that is by sticking to the love. And it's pretty cool because choosing based on my blind faith and love always brings me great joy. And you know what? It's not too late for any of us to reevaluate our focus, reevaluate where we'd like to put our blind faith and perhaps make a different choice. Well, in the meantime, the song by Blind Faith is a continual reminder to me to make that choice. So maybe you want to go ahead and listen to the song on Spotify and see if it gets stuck in your head too.
Yes, stew on that. And I'll see you next week.